comedy casserole. No comedy is left in this episode overnight. Not my problem, love. But, Bob, the children's ward is in danger of collapsing. What's it worth to you? We need to save the children. Bit short notice, innit? I've got contracts coming out my arse. But you're not doing anything, just smoking and drinking tea. Is that alright with you that I take a break? Christ. I fixed a school on Monday, a fire station yesterday and a well this morning. We don't all sit around on our asses like you all day. Hello? Yes! Wall's caving in. Exposed electrics. Okay, I'm trying, but he's acting very differently today. No problem. Bye! That was the hospital. They said that you're a cowboy and need to fix a death trap you built. Right. You're going to need a complete demolition of the building, replace the foundations, the structure, electrics, plumbing, interior. I'll need overheads, tea, coffee, daily full English, subscription to the sun. You're looking at about... 50 million? We can't afford that. The parish council only have £147 in change so far, and that's for the church roof. I'll take that as a deposit. And how long is this going to take? How long's a piece of string, love? What does that mean? Look, I've got dizzy shitting out concrete, a bipolar crane that's an absolute liability, and don't get me started on that mouthy digger of mine. It'll get done when it gets done. Don't you care about all those poor children? Look, it is what it is, love. I'm not rushing for nobody. Isn't that the HSC, Inspector? Shit, Scoop, get a move on, we're off. Gordon! Gordon, come here! What on earth is that thing heading for our lawn? Good grief! It's one of those flying saucers from outer space. Gordon! Gordon, no, stop it, Gordon! It's going to hit my rose pergola! All the neighbours envy my rose pergola. The village wouldn't have won Britain in blue without my rose pergola. I say, you! You! Do be careful! Move your flying sword thing towards the herb garden! It's landed! Thank goodness! All we've lost is a couple of Jerusalem artichokes. Thank God the asparagus was spared. Something's coming out. Look at the tentacles. First we had those travellers and their dreadful caravans on the playing field. Then that horrible noisy music festival. Now this. Our house will be worthless. That music thing was ten miles away, Mavis. Look, look, it's coming towards us. Gordon, do something. It's horrible. Hello, I'm Gordon Fanshawe. And this is my wife, Mavis. Have you come far? What is he saying, Gordon? It's not French or German, Mavis. I don't know. Does he want to be taken to our leader? I'm sorry, old chap, but we don't have leaders these days. Just politicians. He's waving his tentacles, Gordon. Be careful, he's pointing something. Duck, Mavis! Oh no, the greenhouse! My succulents! You horrible thing! That's not just an ordinary conservatory. That's 
an orangery from wood, not plastic. Take that, you brute. Oh, God, and don't hit it with a sundial. That came from Tuscany. Use that frightful gas barbecue your brother gave us. It's going back to the saucer. It's gone. Thank goodness. But look at the damage, Gordon. We will claim it on the house insurance and we can keep it quiet. This is the most sought-after street in the village. It might hit property values. Oh, yes, Gordon. So we aren't telling anyone, then? I'll discreetly mention it at the next neighbourhood watch meeting. So people can have a heavy sundial or something handy. These are very desirable residences on large plots. We don't want to harm that. Quite so, Gordon. I'll go and rescue my succulents. I'll put them in the airing cupboard until the greenhouse is mended. So what did you do at the weekend, James? See the finale of Pursuit of Kingdom? Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? No, right! John, did you see it? Sorry, I don't watch Pursuit of Kingdoms. Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I went for a walk, so I didn't have them. You've got to watch it. It's so good. The best show ever. I don't watch much TV, so I... Did you see Sneaky Minders? Yes, amazing. (laughs) The best show ever. I know, right? It's so good. Did you see it, John? Not really my sort of thing. What? Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's so good. You've got to watch it, John. It's the best show ever. I don't really have... Watch it! Uh, Right, uh, okay, I I will. Oh, but did you see Weird Occurrences? It's so good. The The best best show ever. ever. Did you see it, John? No, all right? I didn't see it. Is that okay? I do other things with my time than sit in my pants on the sofa and watch the screen for 24 hours a day. I go outside, I read, I talk to humans. Is that alright with you? Oh my god, you have to see it. Look, fine, I'll watch it. I'll watch everything. Will that make you happy? If I watch everything, ever, without validate your existence, then that's what I'll do. Move out of my way. Wow, I thought I loved Netflix. Not as much as John. Hello, my name's Sterling Crisis, and in my forthcoming Radio 4 series, I will undertake an exciting journey of discovery. Join me as I disclose why the plastic toilet seat has played such a pivotal role in the rise of Western civilization. I am going to debunk the myths and unearth the hidden truth and reveal all. I intend to lift the lid, smell out the truth, and get to the bottom of this murky secret world. Share with me the revelations of key experts as I find out why this subject has been hidden behind locked doors for so long. A book to accompany this experience is now available from all good booksellers. John for a couple of weeks. Reckon he's okay? I'm sure he's fine. He's got a lot to sort out. Oh, there he is now. Wearing a dressing gown, I think. John, are you okay? Yes. Fine. I've watched everything on Netflix. Everything? Everything. Everything? Everything. Have you seen Pursuit of Kingdom? I've seen everything. Have you seen Weird Occurrence? I've seen everything. Have you seen... Everything. Okay. Great. Uh, You look like you've got a bit of cornflake on your chin there. Yes, I do. I also haven't washed in 14 days. Oh, okay, that explains it. Good. Are you alright? I can't see any whites in your eyes. I'm great. Who needs eye whites 
when I know the story arcs of every long-running drama serial ever made. Well, that sounds great. Uh, have you got anything on under that gown there? No. Box sets are more important than boxes. Right. I like your new look. Reminds me of those characters in It's Forever Raining in Pennsylvania. It's always what in what. Oh, It's Forever Raining in Pennsylvania. You've got to see it. It's so good. No. This can't be. Hundreds of hours wasted. It never ends. When will it end? This reminds me of that bit in... Hey, you! Uh, how can I help you, sir? Are you trying to be sarcastic? Oh, dear. I didn't mean to be uh, uh, sarcastic. I do apologise if that was the impression I made. I'm just a humble seller who wants to help a valued customer. Well, if you want to help me, you shut up and you listen to me, you arsehole. I'm really fed up. Can you hear that? Fed up. What appalling service. You should be appalled. You know that. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll do my best to be appalled, sir. Well, this will serve you right. Uh, uh, may I uh, in- in- inquire what the object of your frustration is, sir? Well, the object of my frustration is that that imbecile of a postman has put the parcel containing my online order in my neighbour's letterbox. Right. Uh, maybe it's not too serious. I, I, have you asked your neighbour to give your parcel back? But for fuck's sake, he's on holiday and he won't be back until tomorrow. How long do you think I'm going to wait for? Sorry, sorry, I didn't realise. I'll try to see if we have the item you ordered in store uh, so I can offer you a replacement. Um, Can can you tell me what it is, uh, please? The exclusive four-disc edition of the Teletubbies. Right, let me check. I'm afraid we don't sell this article anymore, sir. I knew that. You're incompetent. Anyway, that's why I placed my order through your competitor. Oh, but in 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 that case, uh, wouldn't it be more effective to directly sort out your problem with our competitor? What a flimsy excuse! You won't get away with murder, I can tell you. If you keep shirking your responsibilities, I'll pulverise you. But am I responsible for the... Postman not delivering your parcel, sir. And am I responsible for my parcel not being delivered, sir? You see, the difference between you and me is that I paid for the parcel, whereas you did not. And that's why you're an arsehole. I'm sorry. I I really try to do my best. If you want, I'll I'll come with you. Unscrew your neighbour's letterbox and, and get your parcel out. Don't be ridiculous. I think I slightly overreacted. It's just that I've got so much on my plate. Um, is there anything I can do to, to, to comfort you, sir? I mean, we, we do have other box sets. We've, we've got a box set of Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig? Do I look like a fucking child? Doctor, the men from Megacorp are here. I'm right in the middle of life-saving surgery of this incredibly talented police officer. 
who was trying to single-handedly take down one of the biggest crime gangs in New York. Specific. I'll send them in. God damn it! Dr. Spontas, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. We've come to make you an offer. I'm right in the middle of some signature cutting edge and unorthodox surgery. Can it wait, damn it? Doctor, this man is the candidate we've been waiting for. We've lined up a team of experts from every field. We're gonna turn him into a next generation police officer. At the moment, I'm trying to keep him from being a dead generation police officer. What's your big idea? You're the finest surgeon in the world, possibly in time and space, but we can't be sure. We've brought all the equipment, we've bought experts. We just need you to agree to making this cop a cyber cop. That was a convincing argument, especially the bit about me being incredible. Send in the robot experts. Let's make ourselves the world's first, part human, part electronic, all action hero. We have faith in you, Doctor. We know you won't let us down. Doctor, I heard what happened in there. Was the surgery a success? You know me, I never fail. On this occasion, though, I really botched it. He's dead, and I ruined a perfectly good microwave. Are you fed up of always having to open jars for people? Are you tired of having stick-thin men get all the girls? Do you want people to see you as scholarly and effeminate? Then try Muscle Implosion Catabolic Steroids. With our scientifically formulated catabolic steroids, we guarantee you will shed pounds and pounds of unnecessary muscle. Oh mate, that was some sick losses. How much can you lift with that? How much can I lift with that, mate? Ah, I can't even lift my arms. Combined with our patented, scientifically formulated workout routine of 30 mile jogs and stark shakes, you will go from swole to small in under two months. So remember, skip the gym and get thin with muscle implosion catabolic steroids. Available from anywhere but your gym. Welcome all to the book club. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on a classic American story. Catch-22. Joseph Heller. Why don't we start with you, Jenny? Sure, uh, not a problem. I'll give my take on it. Uh, Might not be the same as everyone else's, but firstly... Wow, you know, what a book. Mm, Yes, you're right. Great, really great. So, first impressions, well, it starts slowly, but by the end, it's a real story. I mean, some of the characters, wow. Yes, it really does paint a picture. Clive, any thoughts? I was enthralled by the catch. Mm, Explain that a little. Well, the catch? What a catch. I wasn't expecting a catch like that, but the way he just catches it. He doesn't drop it. It's a real turning point in the book. Well, exactly. The catch is spectacular. Just when you think he's not going to make it, he catches it 
perfectly. You'd think after 21 catches, it'd hardly be surprising when the next one comes along, but it, it really threw me. Uh, Oliver, uh, any other thoughts? Sorry, are we talking about Catch-22, uh, Joseph Heller? Uh, yes, of course. Okay, uh, it, just nobody has mentioned the, the war setting, the pilots, the hospital, the commentary on bureaucracy, the exploitation of young soldiers. It's quite a serious work. Okay, that's a great interpretation. Uh, you really looked between the lines. That's not an interpretation. That is what the book is about. Okay, sounds a bit far-fetched. Where's the catch? <laughs> the catch is more of a problem, or in this case, a paradox. Um, Yossarian... Yossarian? Uh, have, have you read this book? Yes! I'm starting to think I'm the only bloody one. Ah, uh, um, wow. We didn't actually think anyone would read it. So, what's the point? Look, the, the book club is a social thing. Everyone loves to talk about the book and give all their opinions in a room of their peers, but nobody actually wants to read the book. Yeah, we we used to read the book, but they can be so long and we all just realised we preferred talking about the book. Now we get the title and go from there. It's just as ego-boosting, but without all the boring words and having to remember names. This is ridiculous. I'm the only one that's read a page of this book. You've actually kind of spoilt it. Now we know it's about war and puzzles and stuff. Yeah, and that Rastafarian guy. Yossarian? Come on! Spoilers! Sorry, uh, maybe uh, let me have a go your way? Okay, it's, it's about baseball. Uh, Greg Thompson is having the game of his life. He's caught 21 balls, but the game's still in the balance. One more player out and his team wins. He flies through the air. Leaps to catch a ball as it crosses the boundary. This is dumb. Doesn't even make sense. 21 catches? Yeah, that's really dumb. Dad! Dad! My Spotify's down! And my Netflix too! Don't worry. Dad's got a plan and brought some emergency entertainment. What's that? It's a compact disc, son. It's so big and shiny. I bet you could fit about 3,000 songs onto it. No, son, but you could fit the entire Radio 1 playlist onto it, about 12 whole tracks. 12? That's rubbish. Hold on, son. Let's have a listen. Is this a remix? No, it's just where Dad's been using it as a coaster for 20 years. OK, OK, don't worry. What about this? Wow, it's the awesome mix. That's right. This is Dad's awesome mix. Let's get this party started. OK, hit hunters. That was Belinda Carlisle and is it lunchtime? Because Duran Duran are hungry, like the wolf. Was that you? Uh, no. It sounded just like you, trying to be a DJ. What, what about this? Is that a book? No. See, this is very clever. It looks like a book, but open it, and it's a VHS. That looks very plastic, temperamental, and would take half an hour to rewind? Nonsense. Sturdy stuff, this. No buffering here. You just take it out and... Uh, uh, oh, oh, hang on. Tapes come out. Wait a sec. I'll just stick my finger in there, wind that back, and bingo! What are they doing, Dad? 
Nothing, just making art. It's just an art film that Dad taped from Channel 4. Is that why Mum left you? Because you liked art too much? No, uh, more because of the history of art she found on Dad's laptop. What's next, Dad? Well, she's got a new boyfriend now. I'm in to entertain us. Do you need a gym? We've got a gym. It's a gym for him. It's a gym for Kim. It's a gym for Song Hyun Min. This is Gym. A brand new chain of gyms. Gym isn't just a gym. Well, it is. But it's the gym. Not the gym, as in the company called the gym. But it's the gym. The only gym. There are other gyms, but not as good as our gym. Listen to these people who once a year come to the gym. It's a gym. Yeah, definitely a gym. No doubt about it. Busy in January, smells of insecurity, terrible music. It's a gym. Come to the gym. Please, come to the gym. There's no one in the gym. Please, God, won't someone come to the gym? Introducing Gym, a new gym. Hello, Dale. Come in. Take a seat. Thanks for joining us. We're just going to go over your three-month review. Janice and Niall will be joining us. Really happy with what we've seen so far, but Dale, it's a great time for you to raise any issues you might have had. I feel quite happy with the work. That's good to hear. It's a it's a very welcoming environment. Um, people have made me feel very comfortable. Is that a problem, Dale? My name. Your name? Yeah, my name, Dale. Uh, when I came to the interview, you asked me my name, and I said, Dale. Go on. My, my name is Daniel. I was nervous, I said it too fast, and now everyone here knows me as Dale. There are about 300 people here, and not one knows my real name. Ah, uh, not to worry. It's no big deal. Although you do have those business cards now. We also had those nameplates made. Dale Forrest, Associate Manager. Your name is engraved on our quiz team trophy, Dale. The questionable characters. We named the office dog after you. Dog Dale. What exactly do you propose we do about this situation, Dale? Daniel. We might end up looking a bit stupid here, Dale. (laughs) Daniel. We're not stupid, Dale. Daniel. What about the dog? What about Dog Dale? Dale? My name is not Dale. This is crazy. It was a mistake. Who cares what the dog is called? I want people to know who I am. You can't expect me to pretend to be Dale forever. My name is Dale. That's right. It's okay. I used to be Neil. People knew me as Janet before. I was Gurney for three years. It's not even a real name. The review is over now. We're very pleased with you, Dale. Giroff! Go away! Blasted! Sodden peridactyls. That one nearly had my breakfast. They're getting out of control again, Zig. We've discussed that, Zog. We have to respect our world and live in harmony with nature. 
Pterodactyls are endangered and could easily become extinct. And that Tyrannosaurus, if he eats just one more of my children, no matter what you say, I'll have him. You'd have all the dinosaurs round here extinct if you had your way. And another thing, I'm being laughed at because of you. I was over at the fish people swapping a Brontosaurus T-bone for a nice Ichthyosaur fillet, and one of them said, uh, <clears throat> "Is it true your brother's the first woke caveman?" Well, I don't know what woke meant. I had to go and ask that bloke who knows everything. Which bloke is that? Oh, you must know him. Uh, he's got that big cave near the volcano. Uh, it's always a big queue of people asking him questions. Um, his name is uh, Wiki something. Uh, anyway, he wasn't sympathetic. He called me a gammon. He said I was trapped in a Devonian matrix and there was no place for paradigms like mine in the Jurassic. I didn't understand any of that either. Well, no wonder, Zog. Just look at yourself. Dressed in skins, roasting a disgusting chunk of Velociraptor kidney over the fire. You need to keep up with the memes. What's a meme, Zig? When there's cave paintings on the same topic, Zog, that's what we call a meme. And if there's one in every cave, we call that going viral. And what's the muck on the end of your stick? It's my latest idea. It's coagulated soybean milk curd pressed into blocks. I've called it Futo, but I'm working on a better name. It reduces my footprint. Huh? It makes your feet smaller. Huh? Look at the big light in the sky. What's that? Oh, I know what it is. I know what it. There was one a while ago. I asked Wiki what it was. That one was tiny compared to this. It's absolutely massive. It seems to be burning. What did he say it was? Oh, he said uh, they were called meteorites. He said they were dangerous, but uh, he was warning about something called climate change the other week. It never happened. Uh, they're always exaggerating, aren't they? I never believe experts. But this one's huge, Zog, and it's getting closer very fast. No, just ignore it. We've got the future to look forward to. Uh, now, where was I? Uh, oh, yes, sir. What a trope. Comedy Casserole was written and performed by Jack Barnes, Jean-Charles Bricola, Dan McMahon, Catherine Seed, Barry Snelson and Martin Colbert. Music was by James Otter.